that's a really good sign in Spain. So if you don't know where to go to eat and you pass through a restaurant or a bar and you see them, that most of the customers are elders, stop. <laughs> Get in and order something. So I'm coming to you today from Barcelona, Catalonia, Spain, and I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, I'm all about the food adventures and this is a beauty. So I'm learning so much about uh, Catalan cuisine um, as Barcelona makes its way from winter towards spring. And I'm spending today with Maria Font. Maria is a local, Barcelona local, and she writes for Time Out Barcelona. She's written for Lonely Planet. She absolutely knows what's going on. So I've been the beneficiary of her recommendations. And I'm, yeah, let's have a little catch up with Maria and find out more about Barcelona and the eating and drinking that is to be done here. So Maria, tell me about your city. Tell me about the rhythms of eating and drinking in Barcelona. Well, it depends a lot on the neighborhood you are. So if you're in central Barcelona, it's really different to the suburbs or like, you know, not so central neighborhoods. So it really depends. Central Barcelona, it's about obviously a lot of tourists, young crowds, I would say, um, maybe not so many locals. But you know, the good thing about Barcelona is that it's not a huge city, but you've got everything. A lot of different food scenes, but it depends on the neighborhood, obviously. Okay, so tell us about Gracia, where we are now. What kinds of things would we find here? Okay, so Gracia used to be an independent village about 150 years ago. That's why it has this village vibe. Um, there are no tall buildings. It's just like, you know, two, three-story buildings. Little independent shops, cafes, restaurants. Um, it's quite a Catalan. Like in Gracia, you hear a lot of people speaking in Catalan, which is good. And it's becoming popular within expats, which is good too, except for rents. Because when <laughs> expats fall in love with the neighborhood in Barcelona, um, it's not good news for local people. It's such a tension, isn't it? Um, in, I mean, so many cities around the world uh, and, and towns, yeah, smaller towns as well. The qualities that attract people to it can be problematic for those exact qualities. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good and bad at the same time. And what's, what I find funny about these um, phenomenons is like expats move to Gracia because, you know, they find it authentic and beautiful and stunning and ta -da -da, But then the businesses change. <laughs> so instead of you know, having old school cafe con leche bars, you now can order a flat white in Gracia. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's good and bad. For sure. So let's talk Catalan, traditional Catalan, um, and pretend that nothing ever changes. <laughs> what, what are the, some of the absolute musts when somebody comes to Barcelona if they want to try real Catalan food? 
Okay, so when people come to Barcelona, the first thing they should do is check, like, Catalan food has to do with seasons. So if you come here in spring, you won't eat the same as if you come here in winter or summer or... So it depends. So before landing in Barcelona, um, try to find information about what's on season. So now, calzots are on season, snails are on season. If you come here in summertime, menus will, you know, have different dishes to offer. So tell me about the calzotta because I am a little bit obsessed with these sweet onions. So calzotada, it's, people think that it's an ancient tradition. It's not, <laughs> it's quite new. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like a hundred year old tradition for Catalan standards. That's, you know, the day before yesterday. So, and it's from, it's a, yeah, it's a tradition from south of Catalonia, from um, Tarragona region. The way, the way to have proper calzots is not in the city and it's not in a restaurant. Like I've never had calzots in a restaurant and I, like, calzots, it's a social event. So you need a barbecue, you need a house in the, in the countryside, you need a lot of friends, and that's all. Like, I would never order calzots in a restaurant because to me it's linked to social life, outdoor social life. It's like if you say Australian barbecue in a restaurant. No, <laughs> right. Australian barbecues must be in a backyard. Right? So it's the same thing. So what about another season? Let's say summer. What are people eating in Barcelona? A lot of vegetables, obviously everything cold, a lot of salads. It's different. So from gazpacho, obviously, the cold tomato soup, to what else we have in summer. Um, here we've got um, Catalan dish and it's made with uh, white beans, tomato, olives and cod, desalted cod and olive oil, obviously. Olive oil everywhere, all seasons, all year round. I definitely need to come back in summer. Yeah. And okay, something else that I've really noticed in Barcelona is the drinking culture. There's never a bad time to have a drink. So can we talk about cava and vermouth? Okay, so vermouth. Vermouth was a drink that my grandparents used to have when they were young. And then in the 80s, 90s, nobody would order vermouth, like it was not available. And then in the 2000s, vermouth came back. And it's a drink that you have with tapas. That's a big difference between the Catalan culture and other cultures. Like, yes, we drink a lot, but we eat a lot as we drink. The binge drinking, drinking culture is not that common here. So yes, you can see people drinking alcohol at eight o'clock in the morning, but they are having a massive sandwich or they are eating something, you know? Mm. So vermouth, it's a drink you have, especially on the weekends, before lunch. And you have it with tapas, always. Well, I was so lucky to meet you for a vermouth before lunch, so I feel like I'm doing things right. Yeah. Tell me about kava. Kava, <clears throat> excuse me. Kava is a celebration drink. So 
households, there's always a bottle of cava in the office and at home. And when something positive happens, let's say, I don't know, you sign a good deal in the office, you have a glass of cava, even if it's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's a way we have to, you know, to celebrate things. You can also have cava during meals, but it's more, I would say, it's more usual to have it as an ending meal drink. So you might start with vermouth, then you sit down, have lunch, have wine with lunch, and when you're just about to finish lunch, you might have the first glass of cava. And cava is, as I said, to celebrate things, toast. <laughs> like toasting with cava, it's super Catalan. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like I'm doing that right as well. What do we say when we're toasting in Barcelona? We say salute and a lot of people, which I include myself, we say salute and república, which means, means health and republic because we don't agree with the Spanish monarchy. So it's just a good way to, you know, mix good wishes and politics. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so you've sort of talked about the difference between, you know, during the week and the weekend. Some things are very traditional on weekends. What would just like really a normal meal be during the week in a Catalan home? Legumes, lentils, chickpeas, like Catalan people were really into legumes, which, you know, foreigners, they don't really know that, but like lentils with chorizo, for instance, or chickpeas with bacon, salad, always a salad. Always we have our meals with bread. We always cook with olive oil, no sunflower oil, no nothing. And either fish or meat. Um, we're blessed in the sense that we've got, we're on the coast, so we've got really nice fish, but we're really into meat as well. So our um, cuisine is quite, um, you know, there's a huge variety. Mm. Okay, and is there anything else that you want people to know about your food? What, what is there to celebrate about it? What do you love sharing with people? What I love sharing with people, especially with foreigners, it's the social part of our food culture. So in Spain, we've got this thing called sobremesa, which it's something that you do when you finish lunch, especially during the weekends. You stay in the table, you have your little coffee, and then you just have like a long chat that goes forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Um, that's a really Spanish slash Catalan thing to do. You just hang out where you had lunch for hours. Um, obviously, if you own a restaurant, it's not, it's not really a good way to make money because <laughs> you sell a meal and you've got the customers hanging out for two hours. So it's changing in Barcelona and in big cities like Madrid. And now when you call a restaurant and you book a table, they, they tell you, you're going to get here, let's say, at 2 o'clock and you're going to leave by 3.30. Ah. That to us, it's shocking. But it's happening. And there's nothing you can do. You know, because if you, as I said before, like if you own a restaurant, I understand from your point of view, sobre mesa, you're just losing money. You know? 
So I guess that sobremesa will disappear from restaurants, but not from households. <laughs> and what are we talking about in these conversations? Anything. Politics, gossip, like whatever, you know, whatever. It's just a nice way to digest whatever you've eaten without moving, basically. I mean, the feeling that I get is that, yeah, food is so central to life. It's threaded through everything. Food here, it's a social thing, you know, it's super important. We, it's not only about feeding yourself. There's so much going on, you know, our food culture, it's the way we, you know, make friends, get together with your friends, families. It's not only gas for your body, it's more than that. And lastly, Maria, I love, I mean, firstly, thank you for everything. Like, thanks for all your recommendations, but especially thank you for choosing the restaurant we just had lunch at together. Tell us about it. Like, why did you choose it and what did we just experience? Okay, so we went to a place called Envalira. It's an old school restaurant. It's owned by this family from Galicia. I would say it's maybe second generation now. It's just down to earth. Um, it's, you know, you won't see it on travel guides as you could see most of the customers were, were older than 60 years old, which that's a really good sign in Spain. So if you don't know where to go to eat and you pass through a restaurant or a bar and you see them, that most of the customers are elders, stop. <laughs> Get in and order something. That's my tip. And what did we eat? So we had um, fresh seafood and, and then we tried two different rice, obviously the paella, and then the black rice, which is made with squid, ink, ink squid, and we have it with aglioli sauce. Mm. So good. And lastly, tell me about the tit. The tit. Okay, so <laughs> there's these, not my tits, lovely tits, <laughs> by the way, but no. So in north of Spain, in Galicia, there's this cheese called tetilla, which translated into English means little tit. And that's because it has the shape of a tit, and it's a cow cheese. It's quite creamy. And in Galicia, they have it with queens. So you get, it's really nice because it's a really simple dessert basically because you just mix the cheese with the queens and you get the saltiness of the cheese combined with, you know, the sweetness of the queens and it works really well. Amazing. Well, I would say everything works really well here in Barcelona. I'm having a brilliant time and it is largely thanks to you and your great recommendations and having such a beautiful meal with you. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Maria. It's really great to have a chat and hang out. Thank you for coming. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.